Hey guys, welcome to the episode. It's a long-awaited episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. We're sorry that we couldn't upload it last week. There were some technical issues that we had to handle. We do hope you guys enjoy it. Hopefully, we'll give you some more content over the summer. Enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> so I wanted to... Everyone knows you as the footy guy. People get you on episodes and it's footy, footy, footy. I wanted to start it off, maybe not too much of your personal life, but I wanted to ask you some things and to see where you're going, so... I want to know, what's your favourite sitcom? Is it Friends, The Office, Big Bang Theory? Do you even watch TV shows? Is that a show or sitcom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it is. Yeah. What's yeah. sitcom, bro? <laughs> In my dad, I was like, bro, 100% is going to ask what's a sitcom. <laughs> is it sitcom? Like, Hang with Friends with my family? Like a <laughs> 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 Not like TV shows. Like, yeah. Oh, TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's wind okay. it back. Do you even like TV shows? Or your movies I like, like Urtugo. Okay, oh, nice. like, you're such a dad. A nice man. <laughs> Osman. 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 Well, he's okay. like my older brother. You know, when they get to a certain age, that's mm. it. Okay, yeah. you got kids I as well? Was, I got one daughter, yeah. There you yeah, go, bro. Like he's like my brother. World, exact same thing. Different world. He enjoys his coffee slowly. But I'll skip half the season. There's 500 episodes. I'll watch that in two weeks. Bro, the hour episodes. Yeah, hour takes me 20 minutes. But what are you skipping? <laughs> so you're going straight to the fight scenes? Uh, when you know the scene, you know what they're talking about, you skip it. Mm. You mm. see yeah. articles. You skip Do you like you history? Get the, the fighting? Do you actually like history? Like yeah, a bit of both. History, the, the fighting and okay. everything, bro. We've got yeah. a book for you. One. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> Have you read all these books now? This guy's putting me on the smoke. Uh, okay, another question. You play footy, obviously, professionally stuff. We can only dream of playing sports stuff. What do you think, and tell me if AFR even competes with it, what do you think is like the most difficult sport to play professionally? Like what comes to mind? Like that sport. Straight away? Yeah. That's say footy, bro. No, we had a combo. I spoke to my okay. brother. Footy is the hardest sport, I reckon. Okay, wh why? Because okay. it's it's a combination of everything. <coughs> Speed, endurance, power, tackling, bumping, 360 game. It's everything. You're getting tackled, you've got to get straight back up. The quarters go for 30 minutes. It's repeat effort. Okay, how about um, what's the hardest position in footy? Just so we can like pinpoint it. Say say no, the hardest position. Yeah. Because then you kind of... After half, half back, upper half back. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon probably midfield or half forward. Yeah, They're just okay. running. Half forward, really? Half yeah. forward. Bro, you have to be a specific type of player to play half forward. Wallah. Okay. You, have, you have to be his brother. Wallah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to come on there. What did you think? What sport? Well, the thing is, you don't know. Because you, you can't even watch. We say footy's up there because it's a component of everything. But then, like, I've looked at NFL as one of those things because the athletic, like, level you have to be at with speed and strength is up there. But then if it's position or the whole sport, it's two different things, you know? Like I say quarterback's a very, very difficult position to do. You know, because you have, like, you have like five seconds, 30 different things you have to do in the moment. You know, you have to pinpoint. If you're a centimetres off, it's interception. The game's lost. Yeah, but the, the, it's a good, the quarterback, he's on offense, isn't he? Just offense? Yeah, yeah. Offense, he is, that's yeah. It. And there's a defensive team, yeah. We're offense and defense. We're yeah. everything. I know, Pretty much everything on the field. Yeah. Actually, like, another sport, it's AFL, but UFC and, and boxing. Yeah, I actually forgot about them. Like, mm. UFC is pretty much the same thing. I don't know what the training schedule routine is, but I reckon it's probably up there. Mm. Do you incorporate any like MMA type of training, like boxing or um, BJJ, or would you want to? Like, we do a bit of like combat, just okay. like tackling and stuff. But um, after you watch Khabib highlights, you think you're, <laughs> you think you're okay. him. But how about post AFL when you do a tie? Would that would that be something like I really want to do MMA? Because you might be interested in the sport. No, nah, not to, to actually fight. No, no, no. But just like self defense. Yeah, for fun yeah. and stuff. Yeah, put them on like, yeah. like training and okay. into it. Yeah. When you retire, we'll do a little <laughs> competition. <laughs> no, no, relax at the competitions. Yeah. Don't forget he's got strength, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Okay, okay. Nah, yeah, bro. Um, 
we'll take it back further down. I know, you, I think he's warmed up. In, yeah, he? he's warmed yeah, up. Yeah, he's yeah, calm. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll take it back to Mr. Young Adam Saad. Yeah? When you're in um, Calder Cannons, I think you're playing North Coburg as well, yeah? No, West Coburg. West yeah. Coburg, my apologies. Um, so you're growing up. Was it the dream AFL? Was it the dream? The dream is always AFL, yeah. My dad played footy, um, uncles. You know, I was, si- I was six years old and my neighbour took me to my first game. Um, and I just remember holding the footy and just always had a footy in my hand. And um, my first game, like I actually got scared. I threw the footy and ran away. I'm like, probably <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, but alhamdulillah, I've come a long way since then. But um, mm. yeah, I've never had anything else. Like mm. I studied teaching mm. for probably yeah. a year. AFL is always on the top. Yeah, because okay. you hear like Pendlebury, for example, and whatever, they always go, I did basketball for the longest time, and then I hit 16, and I started playing footy, and then mm. all of a sudden, Allah Akbar turns into one of the best midfielders in the world, you know? And then when I when I like see them, and I'm like, I'm doing Oz kick and whatever, at seven years old, and I'm like, bro, footy's always been my dream till 17, <laughs> 18. And then I'm like, bro, these guys are the lowest. They just rocked up and took mm. my spot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. Do you reckon awesome you grew up as, would you say, talented at footy? Like, throughout when you were young, would you identify as talented? Like, 12, 13, 14 yeah. when you are playing? Uh, it's, it's sort of a hard thing to yeah. sort of yeah. answer. But did it come easy? I feel like I've always had sort of the natural ability. Yeah. Um, just sort of some good skills. And, um, at the, like, at the same time, when you're young, you just want to play for fun. And, and mm. you play with your mm. teammates, your mates and your cousins. And, um, and my dad always said, like, I've got the ability. It's all up to me. And, obviously, whatever Allah's planned for us. And... Um, yeah, it's been quite a journey. I've, I've actually enjoyed it, and I'm looking back at it now. I've played over 130 games, alhamdulillah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, at one point I thought it wasn't going to happen, but yeah, mm. to be in this position, When was the switch? Like, because, for example, when you're seven, or you might say, yeah, I want to play AFL. We all had that dream as a seven-year-old, but when it was it like, this might actually be, like, potentially happen, you know? Like, this might actually be a real yeah. opportunity. 16... What? Maybe I reckon probably under I think tens or twelves because they got the best in comp, so it's like similar to the Brownlow in the EDFL, um, and I and I won that medal when I was I think under one of them tens or twelves and um, probably at that stage I'm like you know what, I could, but as I said you're, you're young and, and your thinking's different but as you get older and you get into the pathways and you make all the cannons and you speak to AFL clubs yeah. and. Mm. Um, and then you get a manager. All these little, all these things <laughs> pop up. Things and start yeah. to get serious. Yeah. Things are getting serious now. But yeah, um, I missed out on three drafts, like three national drafts, and then two rookie drafts. Um, and then finally, alhamdulillah, got got drafted. Alhamdulillah. How did that feel, bro? Like you knowing that you got so close, and then they keep taking it away from you. Like, was it always like a night? It's a given. I'm gonna make it anyway. Or is it like a, you know, what? I have to actually go back to the drawing board and figure out if I want this or not. Yeah, it's a, mate, it's a good question because. Like you said, you, you're so close and all they have to do is read out your name and you're on an AFL list. Um, but looking back at it now, like it was, that was my journey. Uh, that was Allah's journey for me. And yeah. All good? <laughs> this guy loves the microphone. Can you put a little, can you put a little lower? <laughs> frame? Can you put a little lower frame? Or? No, no, it's yeah. good. It's all right. Yeah, yeah you sure? All good, all good. Yeah. Yeah, you interrupted the flow. He was gone somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> you, n- you know, for us, like, we all play sports and we were pretty good. I just know, like, we are pretty good. We weren't maybe not the level, obviously, of making it, but we were pretty good, and we kind of know why we didn't make it. Like, we hear a lot of people that say, oh, it's my knee, my elbow, my... Buttocks. I don't know, yeah. People air raid kind of thing. <laughs> why they didn't make it. What do you think was one of the biggest factors that you actually made it? You know, there's a lot of people at your age that were probably, like, just as good as you, but what do you think, like, really positively impacted the likelihood of you making it? So, yeah, f- firstly, like, you got to, obviously... 
like I mentioned, it, that was Allah's plan for me and having faith and having that connection and, and believing that that was meant to happen. Um, but I, I feel like there's a mindset, like I've watched a bit of like YouTube and I watch Mayweather and I've taken, when I went near his class, but he trains at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm. And he does things when he's sort of his um, his opponents or competitors that like probably sitting on the couch doing nothing. So for me, I used to go for runs at probably 7 or 8 o'clock at night. Um, I used to watch what I eat. Um, I used to just try to improve on every aspect of my game. And I need to work on my fitness and my endurance. I'm not the fittest person, but alhamdulillah, I've worked on that. And and then, yeah, 2014, I changed. I was a, I used to be a forward midfielder and changed to halfback. And I remember the conversation I had with my coach. He went to play me in the, in the midfield. And then I, I, I told him, I go, just let me play halfback and, and see where I go. And subhanAllah, from there, just I can showcase all my strengths, my speed, my kicking. Mm. And it happened so quick. That so year... So before that, did you ever play halfback? Was that your first time? Like, why did you think of, like, halfback as an option? It just kind of, like, happened. I thought it was a lever, because I thought every... every Everyone <laughs> <laughs> has to go halfback. Everyone's halfback. Yeah. Um, cannons, I called the cannons um, in the TAC. They mentioned it. Okay. But I don't know, subhanAllah. I just, I don't know why I, meant, I thought halfback. Like, obviously, you, I played forward and I played midfield. I go, you know, I might, I'll give it, a, give it a crack and see how I go. Um, and you can see everything. You see the play. You can run and you can use your speed and create. And um, yeah, and I played the first practice game. Then I went, alhamdulillah, I went pretty well and, and just yeah, stuck there for, throughout the whole year. Um, and it's amazing, like throughout my whole sort of juniors, I knew I knew I had a bit of speed, but I, kn- I didn't think I didn't know I was sort of that quick. Not to sound sort of like up myself or anything, yeah, but yeah. as I kept playing, the confidence grew. <coughs> I just was getting the footy and running and yeah. trying to take players on and. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the. the like you said, you had the midfielder vision from halfback. Yeah. Like <laughs> not many halfbacks have that sort of vision, and you start to look at the game, take a step yeah, back, exactly. and you start to see yourself like bursting from there. Yeah. I was gonna say, like you know, when you first entered, like you played your first game and whatever, yeah. Like you feel like, did you ever feel like you didn't belong in the like you were saying? AFL? You just had that, yeah. Yeah, because when you first get there, like Brunswick boy playing at Coburg on the rookie list. So the rookie list, you had one year. You literally have one year to oh showcase well, what you have. And and then if you don't, obviously if you don't work hard, if you don't get gained, or if they don't sort of like what you're doing, they, they cut you and that's it. And my first couple of days, I'm nervous. I'm seeing Gary Ablett, <laughs> one of the best players ever. Yeah, like wow. I'm playing um, David Swallows there, Nick Malcheski. Oh. And then one of my teammates just came up to me and he must have seen sort of, because they put like a little draft highlights where they, they tell you the, the type of player that you are. He just goes, bro, just, you know, just take him on. Just use your legs and go. And subhanAllah, from that day, from that comment, and like from that conversation, the next play, I reckon I ran half the field. Allah. And I'll just go, you know what, I'm just going to showcase whatever I have. <laughs> nah. yeah. And Rocket as well. Rodney gave me my chance and got me, like drafted me, alhamdulillah. And he gave me, he just let me play. Rocket's mm. a legend, mate. And <laughs> you know, another thing is, like that guy that made the comment, might not even remember it. A lot of times people make that comment that actually like gives you that spark. And then a year later, you're like, man, it was you. And you're like, did I say that to you? Because yeah, sometimes <laughs> oh, people make true. those comments so often to other players where it's like, yeah, I usually do that. It's normal. Yeah, right that's actually, right yeah. Place, yeah. You're right. His name was Sean Lemons and I was actually good friends with him. And if he, yeah, he's, if he watches this podcast... Yeah, Gold Coast now? Still at Gold Coast, yeah. Bro, he's a gun. Yeah. In the back line, 23, yeah. 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 Bloody gun, man. Damn. Alhamdulillah. It's crazy so the impact it has. He's like a player at your level and you guys were at, like trying... Yeah, the yeah same that, thing. that's he's the thing, yeah. Inspired, like he's geeing you up to go. So we were similar positions and just had... Had the comment. He can tell I was nervous. Because mm. when you get there, you're nervous. Like, 
young kid. Yeah. As you're a young kid, you're it's your dream, and you're finally here. Um, and that's the thing, though, like realizing your dream. AFL, it, it looks it looks like it's all shiny and it's and it's fun and it's good. Behind the scene, there's a lot of hard work. Mm. I didn't know that. Like I, I just thought, yeah, I'll play AFL and play in front of big crowds and play for big Melbourne teams. Smooth hands. transition, yeah. you thought? Yeah, smooth transition. Yeah. It's a pre-season. Every session you get pushed to the to what, the you push to the line. Because sometimes we hear hard work and it just sounds like a word, but then it's like is every session intense? It's like every day is it what you f- how you sleep, what you eat, everything. Oh, it's everything. We you're 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 a professional athlete. It's like a twenty four seven mindset. Like you still have to have a balance, but we do skin faults tests to see how much sort of you know fat we got on our mm. on mm. our bodies. Um, we have to do off season program. Then there's pre season. Then there's in season. Mm. And then there's the pressure of like sort of, you know, the, the media and just playing finals and performing. Um, but as Muslims, like, we try not to get, we don't get caught up in that. Like, we try, do things to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. First things first, to please Allah and to be grateful for the position that he's putting us in. And yeah. um, and it took me a while to un- to understand that, like, I, I, I think I, I'm a role model. Kids look at me as a role model, which... Whether you like it or not, yeah. It's Whether you like it or not, like, it's... It took me years yeah. to understand that, but if I can set the right example and um, yeah, do the right things, inshallah, that's. Mm. Do you reckon that grounds you? Like that thought that you know, like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is like above all things. Like whether I I, I live for ninety years or I'm still going back to Him, yeah. Is that what grounds you? Because you have big moments, like for example, bro. You know your sixty meter goals, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring them up. You, you run past about 10, 15 goals. Sixty two and a half. We should have got out the measuring stick. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, so you have those you have those moments, bro. You probably think like, wow, like this is crazy. Like how do how do those moments feel? And and when you when you're leaving those, for example, like those Anzac games, or when you hit like you hit the ground running and everything's starting to like just link. Like how do you feel like you ground yourself from those moments? You tell you, you it's the same thing. You take it back. Allah gives you something, and click of the fingers, Allah can take it away. And I, I've, for me, been in this position and living out my dream, playing AFL footy. I thank Allah every single day, and, and for all the blessings that we have. Like hey, you strip it right back. Not just playing AFL. Like to wake up and and to be healthy and to be able to talk and have hands that we can use and legs that we can use. People around the world don't have that. They have legs that they can't use and have a, have food on the table and a house over our head. Um, but yeah, those moments you pinch yourself, like playing my first game, playing Anzac Day, kicking goals. Sometimes you just sit there and you're like, I'm actually like living out a lot of kids' dreams. Like my cousin once, I had lunch with him and he was spe- he had all Carlton supporters around the table and he made a comment saying that I'm living out all their dreams. Uh. And at that moment, I'm like, subhanAllah, this is, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, because like, it didn't, maybe it didn't hit you till that moment. Yeah, well, I suppose, like, you do, you, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, like what do what do you say to that comment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be alhamdulillah, like I'm I'm so grateful and but as I mentioned, like Allah can take it away so quickly from you and you, and if you got an ounce of arrogance like or answer uh, a pride or whatever it whatever, you'll never see Jannah. So that's my way and I, I try to help people and give back and um just show them with good character because yeah. the way you conduct yourself, especially at footy clubs, like they ask a lot of questions and um they see the way you act and and I explained to them how we pray five times a day and Ramadan, and um, and they've embraced that. And and it's amazing how much that they they've they've learned and how much you know a bit of knowledge that they've gained by sort of me speaking to them and, and seeing the way I sort of act. And, mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's been. Yeah. Was that ever a struggle? Sorry, bro. Okay. Was that ever a struggle to kind of like walk in there first thing? You're like, I'm 19, I'm 18, you know, I, I really feel like I don't belong here. And I'm going to come in here enforcing that, okay, listen, guys, i got to leave every now and again and pray. And then, like, you guys have got to shut up. <laughs> leave me yeah. alone. And um, yeah, at the start, like, no one's perfect. Like, no no Muslims, no person, no Muslim's perfect. And mm. we try and g- we always try and gain knowledge and, and better ourselves. And you know, in my younger days, I had the conversation. Maybe I was a bit inconsistent, you know, at praying or all those little things. But um, as you get older, as you, get, as you mature, you have the conversation. Like, the first things first, I, I speak. In front of my whole, all my teammates, all coaches, staff, and you explain to them. You have to tell them I'm a Muslim. Um, this yeah. is what I do. Um, pray five times a day. Mm. Um, you know Ramadan. And how did you feel doing that in front of like a big crowd, especially the first time? Yeah, maybe the yeah. Gold Coast was your first yeah. time. Yeah. A young buck rookie. The first time was nerve wracking because no, no one knew what Muslims do and and the obligations that we that we go through in our religion. No one knew and. Um, I was actually very, very nervous the first time. But then when you have the conversation, when you tell them, it's amazing, man. Like they they come up to you, they ask questions, what's halal? Um, when do you pray? What time do you get up? And, and that strengthens you, right? Like it, yeah. it makes you more proud of like where you've come from. Where you come mm-hmm. from and, and, and our deen. Because and we can't, our deen's number one in life, uh, in, in priorities, our deen, family, yeah. and then footy. Um, and just the club, having a prayer room there for me and, Changing my whole program in Ramadan and Damn, that's and awesome. Even that's I just awesome. had a conversation, even all my past coaches, but I just had a conversation with Michael Voss and just explaining to him about um, Friday and Jum'a prayer, how I have okay. to leave, and mate, so supportive. No worries. Do what you have to do, and then and then come back and and finish off weights or whatever. So exactly. just have the conversation. Be honest with yeah. them. They respect you more a lot of the time for it. Like if you actually firm and say I can't do this, this is who I am. Yeah. A lot of time they respect you more. There's obviously going to be some people that are like. You know what the hell this guy's saying, yeah. but <laughs> it's just you know you can't please everyone. And I feel like, bro, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. You know, like when you go to a workplace, and for example, you got to explain to the person, like, hey, I got to dip every now and again and pray because yeah, I might miss my prayers. You have you have that kind of like that nervousness, but then if somebody, for example, Basha, yeah, came in already and set the precedent and made it like much easier because everyone's like, okay, beautiful. We all know that that when a Muslim comes around. They have these own, they have their yeah. own like stringent guidelines and stuff. But like for example, if you had somebody who doesn't pray or who didn't really set that precedent early, they will like nudge you and go, "Hey, like he doesn't do it. He's a Muslim." You yeah. know. So you feel like it was a lot easier because of that. Yeah. Well, uh, I've said it a few times. Bash has paved the way, like with footy, religion, and obviously he was at Essendon and then went to Richmond, and but it's the same thing. Not every club knows. Like they know, Basha and and me are uh, practicing Muslims. Alhamdulillah, but mm. they don't know. It's two in the league. It's a big league. Yeah. Yeah. But Bash has, Bash has done a lot of work, a lot of groundwork. Um, when I went to Essen, they knew a fair bit. Carlton, they knew sort of not, not too much, so I had to have the conversation and tell them and explain. Um, but Bash has been awesome, man. Like, alhamdulillah, there's, alhamdulillah. I think there's pre-rooms at MCG, at, at Eddie Had. Yeah. Um, but we don't go out there. We don't go out there to preach or anything. And at the same time, we have the conversation with them. But it comes down to trust again. So we have to get there. We have to go to work and we have to work hard. We have to like get to meetings on times, do all the right things, and you build that trust with the coaches and the players, so they know you do. It. So if I'm going to do weights after I break fast, they know I'm going to go do it. Yeah. So there's, there's a trust factor as well. Like, so I've I've been doing it for eight years now, and I'm, it's it's working. Inshallah, we can and we we play our best footy during the months. So. Do, you, do you feel like there's more pressure for you to like kind of like overachieve because of these things that they do? Like, do you feel like not because of like 
oh, they're gonna they they hate me or whatever. But it's kind of like out of a gratefulness because they're making these concessions for you. You're like, I want to give them like my all and basically like do the yeah. best I can. Oh, it's not not so much overachieve. Like, I mean, everyone's got a role to play in the team. Mine's half back, but there's the the on field and there's the off field. Mm. So at footy clubs, when they talk about culture, it's the people. And and if you're a good person, now the religion teaches us to be good people, to help, to be respectful. And if you act like that and you have good character and you show them, you're making an impact on off the field and, and on the field. On the field as well. Like, like I said, you got to work hard. I know work hard gets thrown out a lot. Like it's about work rate and it's about how hard you work in the gym, um, in the running when you've done 10Ks and you've got a running session. What's your mindset there? Um, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. By no means I'm perfect. I've worked on I'm, I'm working on being positive in those runs when you, you got a 300 or 300 meter run where you have to get there in 52 seconds, and then you got to jog back. There's always little things that. Do you listen to anything when you run? Music or? Yeah, I'm just saying in general. Like, can you li- put headphones in, or is it like? Nah, nah. Listen to yeah. Oh. Oh, they listen, they listen to podcast every single oh, one. Yeah. You, <laughs> I don't catch on to it. Well, uh. <laughs> I'll start doing it, but um, I'll throw the headphone. No, when you when you run, when you're tired, bro, it's not in the mood. Your mind's gone anyway. It's just mm. you, you're everywhere, man. Like it, it's yeah. you, you get pushed to the like I said, you get pushed to the edge. And yeah. I wanted to touch on that because you said you with all like the your cousins and stuff. It's like you're living their dream. It was everyone's dream to kind of be a professional. You know, like us or soccer, so how was footy? You know, that's like that was the dream. I always want to make it professional. And we hear like Muhammad Ali say, like, I hated every minute of training, you know, but I loved like winning. Is it kind of that life where it's like you might hate waking up every single morning, even though you're living the life, you're playing footy every day? Is there parts of the life that you just like absolutely don't enjoy? Is like all sunshine and rainbows? Start swimming and recovery. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's not like I said, it's not all. Like, it's not all fancy stuff and it mm. looks so good and, oh, you just go out there and you kick a footy. Like, behind the scenes, the work that goes in and, and the, the, the things that we put our body through and um, things I don't enjoy. Like, I don't really I don't really enjoy doing gym. Like, I've said it and, like, a lot of the staff know, but I know that I, for me to get stronger, it's so important for me to, like, strengthen my legs and to go out there and to be able to run fast and do the things I do. And... Um, there's a lot of things like recovery. I, I do recovery, but I don't like ice baths. So um, you don't like the cold, yeah, pretty much? Just the cold, man. Have you ever tried, uh, like, the cryotherapy? Yeah, almost. Oh. Claustrophobic, you tried man. <laughs> I've <laughs> tried it once. Bad. Yeah, okay. it's scary. For three minutes. The ice yeah. bath is nothing compared to that. No. Nah. Because they close off and yeah, then my yeah. beard got oh, icy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was banging on the door after 10 seconds. Get me out of here, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can't deal with the cold? No. Nah. Yeah. If, uh, it depends. If my ears are warm... <laughs> <I'm fine. Yeah. laughs> Would you wear but socks in it? I used to wear socks <laughs> and <laughs> almost always I would go in like this if I if I could. But I love the spa. Spa. <laughs> yeah. so no, I love the spa. Man. I don't like gym. I don't like. If you're gonna see me, you're gonna see me in the spa, bro. Mm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. but it also shows because I hear a lot of people saying like sometimes you don't have to do everything. You just need to do the right things like very very hard you have to be effective like pick that 80 percent the training hard working at the gym whatever if you do those things right you don't really have to prioritize the other stuff you just have to do enough you know it just depends what mode pre-season you try to do like you speak you speak to the to the strength co- to the um strength and conditioning and if you've got niggly injuries where you can only complete 80 mm. percent you might train monday to friday and then do a cross train on tuesday mm. um Everyone has their sort of preparation and what they what best suits them. Um, for me, I love being on the track. 
like training skills, like running. Um, even though I don't enjoy weights as much, um, I've gotten better at it, and um, we've sort of shortened my session a bit. So it's mm. instead of being there for forty-five to an hour, I'm maybe oh. in there for thirty. Can you okay. tell us some like types of workouts that they do, and even some like rough numbers? Because I hear people say like AFL players should be doing like I've heard like two and a half minute wall squat. I don't know if that's like a made up thing. That's what my, my physio used to war tell squat. me. You know the wall squat when you like see it like ninety degrees. Yeah, yeah. People say like AFL players should do two and a half. Like that's the number. It's like, y- can you tell us some of the workouts? Yeah. Like if that's even true, or like some of the work like squats. Do you do heavy sessions? Is it like two to four reps, or are you doing longer one day a week? A bit of so like the workout schedules. So it's all different. One to four year players or the younger boys maybe do a heavier session, or heavier weights and, and longer sessions. Um, for me, it's we do I think lower body upper body and then we work on hips and, and glutes okay. and then full body on Friday mm. and it's probably 8 to 10 exercises maybe 2 to 3 sets um, just ch- depending on what the exercise is a range of everything squats deadlifts do you uh, train alone or with teammates? no no with teammates okay. bench press pull ups I don't do biceps or anything what's I don't your favourite exercise or favourite body part to work on? Um, favourite body part it's probably messaging my hands <laughs> <laughs> no no, no. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 good, I haven't been asked that. What's a good question, man? Yeah, Probably yeah. Uh, maybe pull-ups. I like pull-ups. Okay, are you good? You won't. You don't have the to hardest say, yeah. one, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't mind the body weight, but we do weighted. So seven, seven kilos, fourteen kilos, and twenty-one kilos. Yeah, Allah. Do they have a rough number? Like AFL players should be able to hit ten. No, no, it's all, it's all different. Because body types and stuff. Body types and. Can they compete with Casbolt? The other the Casbolt who, kno- who knows what these guys? You know. Maybe it's like expectations, like minimum. You know, like the yeah. army, it's like a minimum standard. Everyone should be able to do uh, five and stuff. So okay. I thought AFL players, like, no, no, that's your standard. We do, we do, like, sort of testing. And if you do it, if you do the testing at the start of preseason and then you do it four weeks later, they want to see improvement. Of course. Oh, They're not okay. going to come out and say, you got to do 10 pull ups or you yeah. won't get a game. Then yeah. <laughs> everyone's going to work on pull ups <laughs> if you get to train. And yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Ashraf thinks there's industry standards. <laughs> Who knows, bro? Quality control. I'm taking <laughs> notes. <laughs> it seems like it. No, actually, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Allah. Because, um, because back in the day, bro, they used to always tell us, bro, if you don't get less, if you get less than twelve on a beep test, don't even bother looking at the AFL. I remember that whole thing. Do you got to do beep tests? Yeah, oh, not anymore. I've, I've had nightmares on the beep test. Nah. <laughs> my whole, my whole. What do you normally AFL. get? Oh, probably 17, 18. Okay. Minus five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 17, what's 18, what? I don't know what's good. I've never done it, bro. Just yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need the electric scooter for that, bro. <laughs> nah, yeah. I'll probably maybe. Now I reckon probably 13, 14 because okay. I've improved it. Back then, my when I got drafted, I got twelve point five. It's traumatic, like high school days and that man, like beep yeah. test. Guys in my head, bro. It's like yeah. we we do two k's, two kilometer time trials. Okay. No matter how fit, no matter how fit you are, or no matter how much prep you've done, that's the most nervous I get. Mm-hmm. Games, skin, everything. No. That's the most nervous I get for two k. Two k time trials. What's the what's the average time for a two k? Maybe 6.20, 6.30. I won't get near that. What do you usually get? Maybe just under seven. I haven't done it in a couple of years. I'll get just there's, under seven, maybe. There's, there's one guy in your team, I think, gets like five minutes or something. 5.40. Who, who was or it? Or around that, like in the you five. You know who it was? Like How? What is it? Marathon runner? Mm. Cottrell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Cottrell, he's, yeah. he's a He gets he get under six. Damn. You've got to see this guy. You've got to see yeah, him run. He just runs, bro. They even mentioned that when you play his first game, that's all they spoke about, his 2K time trial. Is he the backliner? No, nah, he's more wing mid. He's the guy that um. did the Yana celebration. Yeah, the Yana celebration. When you came into the AFL and stuff, you probably, because you said in 2014, before you got in, you were doing a lot of like workouts, taking it serious, eating better and stuff. When you got to the league, did you see people that are like, 
how the hell did you get to the league? Because, for example, Ali and I used to play NPL, like Premier League Soccer, which is like under A-League, but we weren't in the senior, so we're in that like division. And then there was the NPL captain of the team. So he's like, top top league captain. Before every game, he has a quarter pounder meal. And Ali and I are like, bro, we're, ha- we're firm rolling. It's like, like, it's like his ritual. It's like, it's I have to have it. If I don't have it, I have a bad game. Like, he's been convinced but over time. He's, he's at a top level. Like, he's getting paid 800 bucks a game, like, under A-League. Is there things you see in the AFL and you're like, you hear stories like that, that's got to be a lie, you know? Oh, you, you do see things, but yeah. I think you just try to keep it keep to yourself and you make sure you you do all the right things and, and prep the best way you can. But if he's performing and he's and, and he's yeah. showing it on, on, on the weekend, like, you sort of yeah. can't question it, but um, I wouldn't be eating a quarter pound the meal. <laughs> I'll probably it, after a game maybe, but not yeah. not pre. But is there a story you've heard that's like, how does someone even do that? Um, comes maybe to in, in VFL, not a, I haven't seen AFL's too hard. You can't be yeah. like taking shortcuts and, and not eating right and not training this. Like it's it's too hard. Then you're behind the eight ball and then you don't, you don't play and then mm. too much to catch up. But VFL, there was one player, absolute gun. You see KFC before. <laughs> He never made it, but like yeah. that's what I mean. If he had true, probably yeah. the, the the proper preparation and, and did the right things, he'd he'd be playing AFL footy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they used to test like like the fat percentage on players in that, but then they've alleviated, like they've stopped. Yeah. It. I think that's for the draft. I read that briefly, but that, that's the skin folds. Yeah. Oh yeah. How's um your pregame ritual? Do you have anything that kind of like because um, there's games where like family life gets in the way, or you know there's meant there's stress between you and the team, like players. Is there something you do that kind of like allows you to focus? Yeah. Um, I just get a haircut. Where's your Where's your barber? No, I don't. I, I just I, I keep I found one now, but like yeah. I cut it myself most of the okay. time. When I need to fix up my beard, I go to the barber. Pasta. Um, What's the pasta meal? Because it's gonna be our pregame meal now. No, Let's have a pasta. Linguine with the uh, minced meat and I don't know what sauce it is. Basha showed me this pasta sauce, which is nice. Okay, you make um, it yourself. No, I'm making myself. I'm making two minute noodles, bro. <laughs> okay. Toast, but um, so pasta, pasta, and just hydrolyte and and water, and then spend time with family. My daughter's she's brought a good balance. Alhamdulillah. Like she, she doesn't know she's she's almost one now. Which she, she'll be able to sort of come to the games now. But um, I used to be very bad back in the day. Like in Gold Coast days, yeah. Essendon, but a bit of both. Put my boots one place, my towel. Oh, my mouth guard. I still, I'm still, I'm pretty similar. Like I like having things in certain spots, just so when I get there, I know where everything is. Pull mm. my boots out, my socks, um, and even they, they even wear boots. I like wearing one pair of boots for games, one for training. Do you get um, free boots from Humor? Like every couple games, that as well. Free on the spot. <laughs> 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 that was coming, bro. Was I was coming. like, bro, give me some. <laughs> <laughs> what size are you? <laughs> <laughs> Ten, ten and a half. Uh, I'll wear a couple of socks. I can squeeze into it. I used to do as a kid, wear like three pairs of socks, you know. No, I'll, I'll get you a pair, inshallah. Yeah, done. Um, yeah, they send me pairs. They send me. Okay. But there's always one one boot that you like. Yeah. And they've made new ones now, and I'm trying to figure out the ones that I like. But um, if it was up to me, I'd, I love being in thongs, man. I know I didn't bring thongs today or Birkenstocks, but um, they made some new futures, and you got to be comfortable. So these are my tools, like. Tradies and, and builders, they have their tools and everyone's got their own tools in their workplace. My tools are my foot in my boots. Mm. So I gotta make sure I'm comfortable. What brand do you wear? Um Puma. I just saying yeah. I thought it was just confirmed. <laughs> 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 no, like, sometimes for example, like there's different shapes of the shoe, like different brands, like Adidas might be wide. Uh, a lot yeah. of the Nike ones are very like narrow yeah, yeah. and that doesn't suit my f- foot, you know, so yeah. you have to kinda 
Okay. So you just want Puma. <laughs> yeah, I like Puma. I don't mind Puma. I should want my Puma top today. <laughs> so you were talking about um, how the way you have everything in a specific spot and all that sort of stuff. Is there a pre-game ritual that you have to go through? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not as bad as it used to be. But like yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll pasta, like sh- have my head shaved. Um, I like getting to the ground early. Mm. Maybe two and a half, two hours and 15 minutes before. Yeah. I get taped. I walk out. Um I try to keep it relaxed, man. Very relaxed, mm. as relaxed as possible. And um, then you get the biggest buzz. My, the biggest buzz of playing footy for me is running when you first run out through the banner. Yeah. Mm. And the Home song. crowd. Yeah, I can't wait to do that next season with you. Inshallah, <laughs> 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 but um, I'm just going to pretend to be your kid. He's going to hold your hand. I'm his daughter. Inshallah, I'll play my 150 next year. If I can get to, inshallah. if I'm playing 19 games, inshallah, 150. Inshallah, awesome, inshallah. Allah, inshallah. Oh, we'll be there, my yeah. first one front row. You no said one? two yeah, and a half hours before. When do you eat the meal? It's like three hours. Oh, before. no, the, the meal is the night before. Okay. On game day, I won't eat much at all. Depending yeah. if it's a night game, I'll have some wheat bix and maybe some rice and, and mm. fish. Five hours before the game. If the game is maybe twilight at 4.30, wheat bix only. Do you have oh. caffeine? Like pre-game or during nah. on that day? I drink. I mm. drink sort of during, maybe sometimes during the week. I have like three, yeah. four sugars in it, but... No, not yeah. not on the game, no. Okay. Yeah, Allah. Yeah, because I've seen like some players yes, like I'm watching the AFL sometimes, and players are half time drinking like Coke or something. Yeah, the caffeine. Some of them have their like I said that they have their own set sort of routine. But yeah, yeah for me, I don't. I don't really drink any of the soft drink yeah. or. What happens when the routine doesn't work out? Like you did it all and you just unfocused before a game. You know, like is there something that maybe psychs you up or it's the un, you know like even half time like you had a crap performance? What gets you back in the zone? Because. Yeah, yeah. Good questions here, man. Yeah. We do a lot of work in the mental space, like a lot of things that can keep you grounded. Yeah, I, wanna, uh, I should be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. You meant to the call sinner. That's, that's uh, yeah, we pray, obviously. And Fed Dinkum podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys. <laughs> obviously, the, uh, and the best thing about it when you're preparing in that, like, in sh- what it, what d- depending on the times, we, if it's Asr or Maghrib or Aisha, we, I get to pray and I have that five, ten minutes from mm. the chaotic yeah, yeah. sort of prep, but it keeps me grounded. But even. I write on my wrist. I write Jadorna if you see it. I've been writing it since maybe 2016, 2017. Um, oh. So I've never really spoken about it. I write Jador. I let Hamwe pass away Hamwe, you know, five Hamwe. years ago. But um, that represents everything, sort of a lot to me. You look at it, it represents wha- who I'm playing for, like my daughter, my family, remembers my, my grandfather, um, our religion, my din. So I try, keep, that, that's try, I try to reset and regroup myself by looking at it and... Um, but in footy, you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Maybe sometimes you can't wait till half time. If you're having a, a, a bad five, ten minutes, you don't want to waste a mm. half and get into the half and say, oh, I've just wasted that whole thing. Mm. You got to regroup yourself and you got to stay in the moment. Um, what they do is, is Devin Booker, you know Devin Booker from yeah, the basketball. basketball yeah. yeah. So what he said was in sport or in, uh, being a professional athlete, you have to have a very good short term memory. So even down to you forget the last shot that you took, you know, is that is that something that you adopted yeah. yourself as well? Yeah, we d- we do something similar, like you miss a kick or you miss a tackle, you lose a contest or you get a goal kicked against you. When the goal's kicked, you got 30, 40 seconds. If um, sometimes you got five seconds, like you just yeah. have to, you can't be stuck on that on that mistake because if you're stuck in the mistake, your opponent then you, your your sort of decision making, it's only off by half a second or one second. That's all they need. So when we do when we have those mistakes, I practice to like just bring myself back, um, look around, see the crowd, mm-hmm. and ground myself. And then that next contest, I will make sure I win it. 
or half the contest and try to bring my strengths. Like this game, subhanAllah, just happens. Like you go out there, the ball comes to you. In this game, sometimes you don't touch the footy for, for half, a, half a game. Mm. Um, but as, as, as you mentioned, Devin, like the Devin Booker does, you try, you forget it and move on. And um, yeah, there's certain things that we can do, but, um, but subhanAllah, it's, it's a hard game. I know. Yeah, I yeah, can't just thinking about it, man. I can't imagine because I've never played footy. I can't imagine going through a game like for a big period of time not getting a touch. Yeah. Soccer's a lot different. Yeah. I think there's a good chance of getting... When you play midfield, I think you learn how to be in flow state. Yeah, if, if I'm wrong, yeah, yeah. Uh, just correct me if I'm wrong. But when you play midfield, yeah, there's something like it's just like instinctive now. I think football becomes like an instinctive thing. Like you don't go following the ball. What happens is if the ball's there, you get the opportunity. You just have to make the most of it. And um, for us, or for for me, when I was playing footy, I can't say for us. I'm talking. But now when I when I used to play, at least, and I'll, I'll let Adam develop on it more. But like. A lot of people would go, okay, so like w- when that happens, like w- what do you do? Like you just you can't, like you actually just ca- can't think. It's just basically instinct, 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 instinct. Yeah. Instinct. So I don't yeah. You, you try to play on instinct. That's the first thing. Instinct. Now you can train, like I said, you can train everything, but then when the pressure comes, instinct kicks in straight away. Like you can be practicing a, a certain type of kick, and at training you're hitting it, you're doing this, but in a game when the pressure comes, your instinct, like, if you haven't been, if it's not in your instinct, you can't do it. And it's a good point, like, with footy, for me, if I'm not touching the footy, if I'm not impacting, there's other ways to impact the game. You're not impacting by getting the footy, you can impact on defense. Setting up, slowing the opposition, um, helping your teammate. Um, mm. So there's so many things that we do that can help and impact the team positively. Yeah. It's not just about getting the ball, kicking goals, That's running true. and carrying. What mm. G's you up the most? Is it like, if it's a tackle, is it a goal? Because obviously, like a win is a win, but then that kind of thing that's like, yeah, I'm having a good game because you did two tackles, or was it that game you scored a hectic goal? 62 meters. Yeah. <laughs> 62 like and a half now. So <laughs> it's, it's getting longer. You know? It's going up. Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm a, I feel like I'm a balanced sort of player. I love running and taking them on. I love winning a contest, getting it to the ground, getting the ball and running. and. Hmm. I love taking players on, taking a bounce and apparently hear the crowd, like the crowd yeah. sort of roar. And it's always nice kicking a goal. Yeah. Like kicking goals the best. Like you, as defenders, you don't kick many. And the whole team runs to you. It's like that whole, feeling. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of things. There's, there's, there's a lot of yeah. things that sort of, sort of, um, that you get a sort of good buzz out of. But um, yeah, for, for us defenders, if we can score a goal, I've kicked maybe two, seven or two ace. I never come on goal kicking. Yeah. Respect to Harry you McKay. You scored against Essendon, yeah? How was that? Like <laughs> <laughs> just that internal feeling, you know, because like in soccer, for example, you're not supposed to celebrate against the old team. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't celebrate. Yeah, but because I, I got booed the whole day. Mm. Um, had one opportunity and, and kicked Comes the goal. About the time we were losing, so yeah. Are you a trash talker? No, nah, no. Nah. Oh. Is the nah, league full of not. trash talkers? What is it like? How's the vibe? Because oh. I've seen footy. It's a very, it's a one-on-one contest most of the game. But it's very physical. You get you try to get in each other's heads. You know. So how is it? Not so. Uh, there is a bit of like trash talking. But it's, it's a lot of sort of not not as bad trash talking, but you just got to be smart with your comments. Mm. Like someone's trying to get in your head, they want to try get you off your game. Um, I try to stay focused and yeah. stay on task. But um, sometimes you might throw a comment or two, and nothing personal or anything, just about yeah, footy. Yeah. Mm. Um, is there like an uh, amazing trash talker that you've heard? Like for example, Michael Jordan is known as they say, "Don't trash talk him." 
because he's going to G him up and he's going to yeah. play even better, you know. But there's other players like it's so easy to get in their head, you know. So that like, is there a player that's like we know like Gary Ablett? Don't don't talk to him ever. Is like, there like that kind of thing in the league? Like or? Gary Ablett's the goat, man. Like some players, yeah, it's exactly the same. Gary Ablett, <clears throat> or the, the players like that. If you do sort of talk to them and had 30 possession kick three goals you can't really say much yeah. but um <laughs> just depends on the player um if someone sort of does that to me i'll try to motivate myself and uh, Essen, that Essendon game was pretty much not trash talk but here in the booze if i was getting booed it means i had the footy and i was sort of impacting the game yeah. do you hear it a lot when you're playing because sometimes like i've heard that some players like they kind of zone out they don't actually hear the booze or like people trash talking do you actually hear it that game a lot i heard it that game a lot yeah but it's actually it's it's a good point. Like when you're when you're running and you're tired and you're just in your zone, mm. there'll be seventy thousand people. You won't hear them. Mm. You're just yeah. so so focused forget on them, about them, and you forget about everyone that's there. And you just sometimes you can't hear your teammates, but you just you forget everything around you. Do you see this guy in the field? By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> oh, because yeah. oh. yeah, you're like seventy thousand, you forget about everyone. You're the crowd, and I'm like, wait, this guy's next to bro, you. I, mean, I, I see this guy pick up the footy like two meters from me, but this guy's in his zone, bro. He doesn't yeah. know who's around. You say, hey, it's hard. They lose him by like twelve yeah. points, and then I get his attention. No, I see, I see, Ali, I see Ahmed. Yeah, um, some of the boys, yeah, the, boys. the boys there. Um, yeah. If you want a new pre-game ritual, uh, have, a, just have a kick. Let's just yeah. yeah, make sure. Why don't you get fired? Suck him up, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> like, like pre COVID, I was like, I saw Ahmed and then we have a kick, but <clears throat> a lot of it's changed, man. It got yeah. very strict, honestly. Yeah. Like, oh, we couldn't even go on the field, like, you have to stay on the boundaries, gotta wear masks. Like, we're the only ones wearing masks, players aren't even wearing it. Um, it was very strict, crazy, yeah. yeah. I didn't understand the restrictions, but I'm not yeah. gonna go into that. I'm not trying to kick yourself from there, bro. Understandable, bro. Understandable. <laughs> Did you have a um, because now we're talking about like the trash talking, was there like a welcome to the league moment? The NBA is common to hear that. It was there like in the AFL when you got to Gold Coast, some guy just run into Mumford or something. Yeah, it's like, bro, this is the AFL. This isn't VFL. Like even if, even yeah. in training, it was just like it was a shock to you, man. Yeah. Moment. Oh, there's there's all things in sort of in games like what I what I realized, what I noticed. <coughs> you can be have the best game of your life one week. You can be as good as Gary Ablett one week. One week later, you can have the worst game. Mm. Now I'm sitting there. I'm I'm like, hey, you're on. On a high, and then one week later, you, you you don't play well. And if you ride that roller coaster, like your career is going to be like that the whole time. So I try to be as consistent as I can. And if you if you maintain it and you're on the improve, that's that's sort of what I want to be. But yeah, there, there's games where you're playing so well, and then there's games where you're not. And then the sessions or training sessions that you're training well, and there's training sessions that you're not. And you get to the AFL, and there's blo some players that can just run and don't stop running. And sometimes you don't feel well, feel good. And I've copped like knees to my like to my um ribs in that almost broke my ribs Damn. and you get up you say this is <laughs> like, it's tough this is hard yeah. um but then as you mature as you get older and as you sort of you get a bit stronger um you just realize to sort of go for the flow and don't ride that roller coaster and it's even sort of in in, in the club like sometimes when you win everyone's everyone's happy and when you lose it's the complete opposite but when you try to maintain it mm. and what, what about um what about like um like setting goals, individual goals? Do they encourage that at, at the clubs, or is it more yeah. so like team expectations, team goals? No, there's everything. There's obviously team goals and game plan, the way we want to play, yeah. and then there's your goals and what, how you're going to do it, and um, who's going to help you achieve those goals. Because if you go in there with no plan, like you're just going yeah. in there, and you you you, know, you don't know how you're going to improve. But if you got mm. set sort of 
um, prepar- or preparation or set goals that you want to sort of achieve. Um, like for example, for running, if you want to get five seconds slow on the two k, and I'm running in six weeks. All right, six weeks. I've got how many days? Probably 40, 50 days. I'm going to train three times a week. I'm going to train with this guy. I'm going to eat well every single day. I'll have one cheat day. Um, and when you run the test, you just know, all right, at this time when I cross the 1K mark, I need to be at three minutes or 3.10. They're the little things, they're the attention to details that you have to go through. And and I've got like, I've, we've just made the, the Adam Sard Academy and the Adam Sard Pathways and we teach the, the shout kids out the same. To Give them a shout out, bro. So <laughs> Link in the description. But yeah, goal setting is massive, man. Yeah. Point out too much where it's like you start doubting yourself. Yeah, that's exactly right. You need the balance because if if you're just showing your negatives, you're just gonna you'll be thinking you're not doing anything right. But when you have the balance and this is what you're doing well, and this is a couple things you need to work on, Mm. and then you go out and you see it and you know it, it's um, alhamdulillah, it's good. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take you back to around I think it was 23 or 20. What's the last round? 24? 23. Yeah, 23. okay, around 23, mate. You're getting shellacked by Port Adelaide, I think. It around was. 22. Around <laughs> 22. You're getting shellacked by Port Adelaide. And I know um, where this is going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bench and you're, you're a bit emotional. Tell us a little bit yeah, about what happened. Yeah, that's, um, no, I've seen, that wasn't crying. That wasn't crying? Nah. That's I was like, bro, what's going on here? A lot of people, I've, I saw, I got a lot of my friends in that send it to me. That wasn't, I was just, not emotional, but I was like angry because no one knew what, ha- if you watched the game, you knew what happened a minute before that. Mm. And if I had my time back, I'd obviously act differently, but it's, it's, it is a high pressure, high emotional game. I got on the bench and that was a way to calm myself. Yeah. So I just took a couple, probably 30 seconds to calm myself. And I got a picture and saying, oh, like, it's, it's completely false. I was not crying at all. Mm-hmm. The, 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 how unbelievable is it that you can't even rub your forehead yeah. Yeah, and then like somebody doesn't make a story out of it? At the same time, like, I know the truth and I know what happened that yeah, day. Yeah, that's like, a good point. I don't need to... That's all that matters, yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. I don't need to um, justify myself to the people or other other people out there and, and the media. And yeah. um, I did get, like, it was a cheap shot. I got sort of clipped and I got up and retaliated. Like I said, if I got my time again, I'll do it differently. So that's when you learn from your mistakes and you learn from sort of things like that. I wanted to touch on, you said, like, hard work, AFL. So we all hear... It takes hard work to get to the AFL. But even within the AFL, there's players that are in, like you said, the six players in your position, players that are in two years later, they're out. And there's players that stay in the league eight, ten years. And then there's like the, so there's the mediocre, then there's the good, and there's like the unstoppable. And they all kind of train the same. Like you said, like hard working, you train as a team, you know, in the gym. What makes the difference between like the average guy and the unbelievable? Is it just mindset? Is it they train harder, eating? What is it? Genetics. So I don't know what they eat, obviously, with the prep. I'm pretty sure they all eat well. Um, but it just sort of comes back. Getting drafted, you're not average. Everyone's very good talent-based. Everyone's got different talents, but you're, you're, you're at a certain sort of talent. Uh, the talent's good enough to be playing AFL footy. It's mindset. That's what I think. Okay. Because everyone trains hard. We do the same sessions. Um, some might be more skillful. Um, but it's the confidence and the belief in your ability. And that's man, when you're out there on the ground, and mm. not arrogantly, not not going out and thinking, "Oh, I'm unstoppable." Going out there and saying, "Well, I've prepped well, and I've done all the work, um, and I've done all the preseason, I've done all the offseason, I'm doing all the right things. I'm going onto that ground knowing I've prepared myself as best as I can, and I'm going to play the best I can." Mm. So for me, 
my strengths are my speed. And people think I just run and carry. That's not my that's not my strength. My strength's my defending, my def- one on one defending and then rebounding and going. Mm. And then it comes back to the mindset. Like and and a lot of our din teaches teaches us all this, but to be grateful, to be in the moment. Um but then you then you watch little stuff on YouTube like the way the the Mayweather thing. Oh no, I've been training. Let's say I've done ten sessions at two in the morning. Oh no, I've done ten sessions when they haven't. So that's yeah. when you're there, it's, oh. it's the, the mindset. It's the edge. You're thinking, well, yeah. I've... It's that self-belief. Uh, yeah, subhanAllah, it makes a big difference. I got a new nickname for you. Goggins. <laughs> Do you know who Goggins is? I'm going to send you a podcast. Oh, you have to check him yeah. out, bro. Yeah. He's going to take you to the next level, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't watch. Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's going to carry the boat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny one. Okay, that's interesting. Mindset. How do they tweak it? Have you heard stories? Because, for example, I know a lot of like successful business people, they meditate. That's like the number one thing you hear. It's like sh- strict morning routines and meditation. Is there things you hear like with their mindset? Is it because like see how before you're speaking about like the <coughs> cold therapy? Yep. A lot of times the cold therapy has physical benefits, but a lot of people do it for the mental side of it. Because like you said, a lot of people don't want to do yep. cryo chamber. So I'll do it. A lot of people don't want to do morning runs. So it's that edge. Is there other things people do that try to tweak it? Is there maybe books, mental coach or? Yeah, there's a lot of, we got the, the sports psych at the club and we do a lot of <coughs> Sort of the 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 mindset sessions and do you um, rate those? Are yeah, they're, they're good. good. Yeah. They're good. Actually, they're pretty good. And um, I think it's what helps a lot of players is writing things down. Mm. Um, you know, for me, you know, you, you know, you, like you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. It's in your mind, yeah. But when you see it on paper, and you look at you like actually, like yeah, I am you know, quick, or I am fit, or I am this, or I am that. Gives you belief straight away. Mm. But you need the balance as well. You can't just be living footy and breathing footy and um, riding that roller coaster. Um, it's taking time off, having that balance, going home, switching sh- completely off. Mm. Um, but it's um, something that's helped me sort of knowing my A game and, and knowing mm. what I bring. What makes you switch off? No kids, no family, because we know that about you. Yep. What else is that? It's not the office. <laughs> <laughs> What's a sitcom? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it video games um, is it playing cricket because I need like cricket what's I, that I switch? love watching cricket I love beating my brother in FIFA I've beaten him last you I played with Tottenham Hotspurs <laughs> Bourgeois Tottenham. <laughs> oh my god Bourgeois on the wing um, Mora on the other wing <laughs> so I'm the FIFA king in my, in my household because I'll mm. beat him last but <laughs> I'm a boring person. Not boring, but I, f- I, I love going, I go to the mosque, alhamdulillah, I try to go twice a day, Fajr and Ashi. Um, You're and a simple tr- man, the better way to put it. Sorry? You're a simple man. Simple, so yeah, very yeah. simple, yeah. I, besides family and, and friends, is, I don't know what else I do, what do I do? You're home, no, that's not a bad thing, yeah. A lot of times, because if you're putting in 120% in one area, you yeah. can't put 80 yeah. in another, and there's no yeah. point of you picking up a new skill, like you're picking up archery, or you want to no. play cricket professional. It's going to take energy away. You want to have downtime, which is family. Yeah, exactly. I do have a lot of ideas, like go fishing and... Yeah. And you have camping. the Adam Sard Academy too? Yeah. How about board games? You play board games? Yeah, I'm pretty good at chess, man. No. Uh, I reckon I am. Okay. I don't mind that. I like chess. Um, okay. I went through a phase, I watched Ertugul. Yeah. yeah. 500 episodes. <laughs> you, you more of a homebody or do you like going out and adventure? Um, no, I like staying home, but I like every now and again, maybe once a week, twice a week, go to a restaurant or cafe with my <laughs> friends or cousins or someone. Any specific food you like? You like Italian, Malay, Thai? What do you um, This is a date, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I like Lebanese food. Okay. I like. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Um, 
a lot of pasta, schnitzel. I'm a sweet tooth, bro. Okay. A lot of I go think I've, I've said it a lot of times. My go-to is this is a halib. Coconut, no coconut. No, no coconut. See, he's a good man. <laughs> so that's it's rice, rice pudding, yeah. Rice. Yeah, rice pudding, yeah. I don't know how much sugar's in there, but it tastes Whoa, good. Yeah. So, like, so with the sweet tooth, how much leeway is there? Like, yes. like you know, sugar consu- consumption and that. In the yeah, that's yeah. For for me, like if I do hard session, if I've had like a, a main session, I'll come home. If the food's ready. I eat chocolate first. <laughs> won't be won't be like half a block. Maybe yeah. two rows of caramel milk, or um, if there's lollies there. Eat some, but I won't. I won't. I don't sort of. Mm. That's in the off season. I, I sort of yeah. have a block, and then two hours later, order pizza. Then hour later, order kebab. And, yeah, Allah. Um, but then in, se- in season, it's like in season. You can't. But in season after a game, you don't want to know. I shouldn't be somewhere <laughs> <eating> <laughs> after a game. I was gonna say we can try to get fired, bro. <laughs> nah, like is, is there like performance, bro? It's all about performance. One hundred percent. Is yeah. there like a? Tw- I think there's like a twenty-four hour period. Mo was saying. Yeah. Like after the game, days, yeah. I'll take a couple of days. Couple of days. Oh, nice. Recovery, recovery after a game is takes you two, three days, or takes me two, three days to recover. Damn. I don't sleep after games. Oh, really? The adrenaline, the bumps, the knocks, and then oh. you just yeah, you eat. That's when Wallace, you eat. Wallace. Yeah. Do you ever just lie down on the couch like oh. this? <laughs> <You> feel sick, <laughs> man. <laughs> it takes yeah. at least a day to get off. Oh, what's he watching when he's lying down like that? Sitcoms, hundred percent. Maybe a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I got into Osman as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's got the whole Turkish. I'll just skip half of it. If it's an hour and a half episode, I'll watch it in 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but are you, like, what's what's the ideal travel spot? Somewhere hard. Wh- where have you been that you've liked? Uh, Melbourne. Wow. Well, I'm a, yeah, Mel- uh, to be honest, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I've traveled a fair bit. I love being home. Where you been? I've been to Cape Shank. <laughs> Who that is? <laughs> Next to Rosebud. <laughs> Who loves have you Cape been, Shank? Have you, have you been overseas? <laughs> yeah, I've been to, I've been to Shanghai. I've been Lebanon. I've been. Shanghai's nice, very very busy, but it's still busy, nice. Busy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite place is probably. Phillip Island. Nah, I don't know, man. I've been to Mel Maldives or Maldives. Is there a place okay. like I would love to go to Spain? I'd love to go to UK, America. I want to go back to Lebanon. Okay. I want to go back to Dumba, yeah. back to the village. That's that's my favorite line, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Inshallah soon, bro. I've been Turkey. I went on a honeymoon for three weeks. I was homesick, bro. It was oh, it was good, but I I get very homesick very bad, oh, man. Okay, collectivist. I'm homesick yeah. now. I'm in reservoir. I'm homesick. <laughs> I want to go back to. But yeah, no, we want to just do a quick fire questions at the end, just to kind of like, um, just for fun, you know, just for the viewers, you know, just for the for the people where people uh, people pleases, yeah. But um, so who's like the biggest joker at the club right now? Who's always taking the piss? Biggest joker. Ed Kerno. Really? He's hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah? He's the most sort of unique person I've ever met. And he's one of those guys that like just gets along with everyone. Everyone. Everyone, everyone jokes around. He's himself and funny. Him and his brother are very similar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got any questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like toughest opponent you versed. Toughest. I played on a few. Yeah, maybe it comes to mind. Maybe Jamie Ali. I played on him once. Kicked a couple of goals on me. Mm-hmm. How about Tipper? What's he like? Yeah, Tipper's tough to play on. Bro, I've seen him. So before. quick, so yeah. strong. What's one of the first things you did with your first paycheck? That's um, almost, f- almost collapsed, bro, when I saw it. <laughs> 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 we can bleep it out if you want to tell us. <laughs> what did I do? Um, and what's the first thing you bought your brother? Hey, you want to come on for this part? Okay, yeah, go <laughs> on. First thing, I don't know, what did I buy her? Oh, I thought you should have it off. One of the first things. Yeah, like something that comes to mind, like I bought... 
Shoes probably. Short yeah. shoes. What shoes? Like did you get like Pumas. The Kevin's <laughs> got. <laughs> you have to pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> I paid, bro. <laughs> it's the voucher. Yeah. Get your money back, bro. <laughs> Was it like a, a car? Like you got a car. Um, you got a new laptop. You went hard. Me or the, my you, you, oh, you, me your first, first paycheck. paycheck. Um, yeah. Sushi. Are you big sushi oh, guy? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like you got in Japan soon. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> not, <laughs> that's not. That's like not. We didn't buy anything big. No, I did not start. No. Okay. When did was your first like? Oh, bought a car. Okay, what car? After no, no, after this one I got to Essendon. Mm. I bought um a, vo- a Volkswagen. Yeah. Nice. Golf. Uh, Tiguan, Tiguan. Okay. How how was it that moment? Because like with yeah. the, how about finances? Touching on that because obviously like you know it was the first time you actually got some good money and obviously you probably needed like some yep. guy to help you with finances, try to you know save, invest, do that kind of thing. Was that a big shock for you? Yeah. Like well now I'm very comfortable. I can you know. No, nah, alhamdulillah, like. Money's not. Yeah. It's pretty much not not everything at all. It's, I don't look at it as you buy all these things and you, know, you can buy a car, you can buy a house, and then an hour later you want the next one. Yeah. But I, I'm very. I try. Alhamdulillah, I'm content. I don't. I don't really like sort of buying these high like cars and fancy stuff and all these fancy things. But like people look after me, they give me shoes and stuff, which I like. But alhamdulillah, um, I got my sister's my accountant, so she does a fair bit of my work. Good. I'll yeah. be, I don't know where I'd be without him, man. I'm Bobby doesn't do it for you. <laughs> don't trust yeah, that guy. Bobby, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the last thing I want to touch on before I end the episode, there's a lot of listeners, like, you probably see a lot of people who are talented. Like, there's a lot of 16-year-olds, you, but this guy's actually more talented than I was at 16. What's the difference? Because like, I know you said the, the double sessions, the eating healthy, even before you got to the AFL. What's some things that could actually, like, people could implement if they want to go and make it to the AFL because we know there's so many people I'm like even for soccer man this guy could make it but then like you said there's mindset so many variables but what's something like a takeaway is just train harder what would just, you just I should have said at the start like me sort of speaking and giving advice I'm reminding myself first and foremost and as a 16 year old it's the same thing it's the basic stuff like work hard eat well you, know, you got to sacrifice a lot not spend all the time with your mates and have that balanced lifestyle and, and just enjoy your footy as well or, or whatever sport you're doing. But it's, it's have faith, have, have faith in Allah. Mm. And it's the simple things. Pray, pray on time. Um, obviously fast and do Ramadan. Yeah. Um, it's all those little things that not take for granted, but sometimes they, they, if they're so focused on making AFL that they forget sort of other little things. But mm. um, I read the Quran, memorize Surah. Like I, I've played 130 games. I've had a couple of milestones I get more happy memorizing a surah than playing AFL or my first game or getting drafted. Um, praying on time, praying fajr on time, going to the mosque. So all those all those little things that bring a lot of happiness. Um, but inshallah, inshallah, I'd love to see so many more Muslims in the AFL. Inshallah, inshallah. That's yeah. a big goal of ours to, you know, hopefully my brother or inshallah. whoever it may be, someone just to. Yeah, get on AFL list and, yeah. and continue. And it should be a success because even me, when I was asking that question, I, st- I st- just remembered like a lot of people when they ask that question, they're waiting for like the next fix. They're waiting for some secret hack. It's like all you have to do is do 50 push-ups in the morning and you'll make it. There's no s- hack. You just have to do, like you said, the simple things every single day hard. And that's exactly all it's going right. to take. You have to like, they say, fall in love with boredom. It's going to be boring doing the yeah. same workouts every single week. But that's what you have to do if you want to actually make it, you know? Yeah, well, Gary Abler said it. Like, he's one of the best ever. And he always mentioned basics. So do the basics well over and over and over again. 
Go look at Gary Ablett play. Easy. Mm. Never missed a tight handball. Never missed a kick. Always kicked goals. And just did the basics well every single time. Don't go try it. There's no secret recipe. There's no secret, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. Put two socks on or... Or three socks on or <laughs> whatever it may be, but just do the basics, man. If you get the footy, hit the target. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna switch up because you just mentioned it yourself. But who's the goat? Don't no. give me Kevin Bart- <laughs> Bartlett or something like that. Oh, the AFL. Yeah, all time. After Bash, maybe oh. you, you got to shout out Bash. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I said that too. You know, um, consistent player. When when he comes in here, then I can let <laughs> you say that. <laughs> now nah, the goats. I've played. I've played with Gary Ablett. And mm. I reckon Ablett, to be honest. Like, there's Jarden, but Ablett's in his prime. How was he at training? Like, because people say, like, train the way you play. Was that kind of thing? And he knew, he knew what he had to do. Okay. He was the only person in runners. He's the only person in runners, and it'd be raining. And he'd keep his feet, get tackled, keep his feet, hit his skills. Only person in runners. Yeah. That's like there was a YouTube video, we'll end on this. I was watching this guy, he does soccer training and stuff. He goes, I used to play in America. Soccer, professional soccer, MLS, top l- league there. And then Thierry Henry came. And Thierry Henry came and he had his runners on and he didn't tie his shoes. And he nutmegged the guy and then took on two players and scored. And then he did the same thing again. And then he goes, as soon as Thierry Henry came in runners, didn't even tie his shoelaces and did that to me, I said, soccer isn't for me. And I quit and I became like a physio and started like teaching yeah. more and stuff. It's like, <laughs> you, in that moment, <laughs> you're like, what can I do, you know? Subhanallah, yeah. yeah. Some people just have it and have that talent, but... Ablett knew, like, and he knew his prep. He liked, liked training in runners, but it, it was amazing to see. He's so strong. Center of gravity through his hips. Um, I'm just, yeah, it's been good. It's been sort of humbling to play with someone like that. Mm. He's, he'll be one of the best ever. Easily one of the best ever. He should have won probably three Brownlows. But then there's another up-and-coming star. I don't want to, there's always, there's Kripar from Carlton and, and there's Sam Walsh. He's special, oh, man. No. He's, so he's a once-in-a-lifetime, I reckon. Have a, has something in chain and stuff. You just see him like he's he lifts the bar and everything, man. No, yeah, training, work rate, just everything. He's mashallah. I've no, I've, I don't think I've seen a trainer like this kid. He's only twenty years old, yeah. and he almost won the Brownlow. That looks like you have yeah, to that, come. That, that looks like you have to come on an episode. So we can chat to you. <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, I'll yeah. get a mullet, bro. I'm telling you, just come on. I'll, <laughs> I'll shave the heads for you, bro. I'll, I'll try to tear it up in chat, Allah. Yeah, It'll be inshallah. awesome, bro. Thanks for coming on, no, bro. We really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, a lot of benefit. Tell them. You tell them. Tell them. You tell them. Don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> the video. Go to Adam's, uh, his, all his Instagram accounts, or all his Instagram accounts, <laughs> all his social medias, <laughs> and go and give him a follow and send him, uh, send him some love through the comments. Zakala, thank you.